0: All right, welcome back to the podcast. This is season two, episode two. As the NFL gets underway, we are going to give you our week one preview and some gambling bets that we like uh, for the first week, props included. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the listeners that our last episode was one of our most listened to episodes yet, and that was after, you know, a month off, and we are now, at at the last episode, we were closing in on 500 downloads. We're now closing in on close to a 1,000, just between our site and uh, Apple. So that is pretty impressive, and we're just getting underway as the season's just starting right now.
1: Wow, that pumps me up. Did not share that with the class prior to recording.
0: Yeah, I wanted that to be news.
1: Love it. Yeah, we yeah we we're away. like...
0: 890 downloads between just the site I uploaded to and Apple. I, I don't know how to
1: check all the other sites. When we went away, <laughs> they were starved. We had to go back, just for really the good of mankind.
0: Yeah, you can sniff the NFL season coming in. The listeners will follow.
1: That and had to hit them with the old bait and switch with Sherm's fake death. <laughs>
0: that had they were They were yeah. interested in that storyline for sure. Alright, so before we get into our week one preview, um I picked out a couple teams to do a season long over under look at, um, based off the current odds with Vegas. I found a, a few that seemed interesting to me, and I just wanted to get your guys input on what you think they're gonna go over under this win total. And the first one is gonna be the Chicago Bears. What would you, let's first say, what would you guess this line is at?
1: I would have to guess seven and a half, and I would go under. I would say between six and a half and seven and a half. It is probably definitely in that uh, that ballpark.
0: Yeah, the line the line's seven and a half for the Bears this year.
1: Goddamn fucking Messiah over <laughs> yeah. here would not touch Just that. We
0: are off to a hot start. Yeah, a lot a lot of a lot of, a lot of these lines seem pretty close to accurate where i'm not going to take any of these personally um but i would say bears under under this line
1: yeah if i had a gun to my head and i was forced to bet it i would agree and say the under they just scream seven and ten to me
0: yeah it just feels like vegas may be buying into the hype a little bit i mean this would more than double their win total from last year this would nearly triple their win total from last year if they went above seven and a half wins
1: Yes, but they did improve a lot and it's also somehow an even weaker conference and division than it already was. So that's where I kind of struggle with it. That's why I Yeah.
0: On. I I st- mean, I just still think they have six losable games in their division. Not saying they're going to lose all six games in their division, but it's like they don't it's not like they have some give me wins in their division.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll learn a lot. I feel like week one with the uh, fields at home versus Jordan Love. Yeah, we'll get there. I, um, for all the reasons, just I would not touch this bet with a 49 and a half foot pole, but I agree that if forced to choose, I would definitely go under. All right.
0: The, the next team I had picked out with the same over under win total at seven and a half is the Giants. What do we think about this?
1: Hammering the over.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. When I saw they had the same line as the Bears, I was like, they're not even similar football
1: teams. Yeah, no, I um, am Daniel Jones. lightly caressing the over, but I would take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, seven and a half seems pretty pretty low. And granted, you know, their division's tough. I just, I mean, I think they're going to be a tough game in that division as well.
1: I don't see Brian Dable with a better team than he had last year being losing
0: below significantly more games.
1: Yeah, and I don't see, um, regressing. I think if anything, Daniel Jones is going to get even better. And obviously, we've already talked about last week my stance and well, the, our collective stance on Jalen Hyatt. So
0: yeah, and they got Darren Waller and Saquon's now signed for a year. At least he was a little bit more happy that he inked the deal.
1: And Lawrence Cager, backup tight end, shout out Baltimore. <sighs> I have one I could throw into the mix as well. Oh, I okay. Have, I have, this is sh- I have one that is the most sure thing we're going to cover all day. Oh, this is more of a discussion topic. Throwing it out to the wolves, but
0: I wonder if it's one of the two I have left because the two I have left I think are not.
1: Not obvious picks. Okay, Cincinnati line is eleven and a half. Uh, I'm not I a didn't, Bengals that or. that isn't
0: what I had because yeah, I would I would prefer, I mean it depends. I think it depends on Joe Burrow.
1: I mean, I'm not even trying to be a Bengals hater, but I feel like that would uh, taking the under there would be a pretty sound bet because that's just twelve wins in the AFC period for that to cash. So. Yeah, I think think if Joe Burrow plays all
0: season, 12 12 wins is where I'd have him.
1: I would agree with that, Josh. But, again, that's another one I would not touch with the –
0: Yeah, that's that's another one where I think the line's pretty right on. Like, they're going to win 11 or 12 games.
1: Yeah, unless Burrow – like, that F turns into him blowing out his Achilles like it happened to Kevin Durant, like – that's the only way I see them being worse than eleven and six.
0: Yeah, but I do think the fear of that may keep him out a couple games early. You know, make sure that calf is really strong before, you know, so he doesn't blow out his Achilles. And well, got- if he misses a couple games early, that line is also going to be tough to hit.
1: They, uh, it got reported today though that he's pretty much penciled in to start week.
0: Yeah, one. I saw he was practicing. I just didn't know if they'd go full speed.
1: And again, they have so much continuity. Like, I don't feel like he really needs to practice all that much anyway. Like they're yeah. bringing back everybody essentially, except for P Ryan, and they added like Orlando Brown on the line. Like that's really it.
0: Yeah, offensively, I think they did lose some pieces defensively, but
1: well, yeah, I just meant like as far as Burrow needs. Oh yeah, his number. Yeah, that's fair.
0: But I mean, it. If their defense doesn't hold up, they could be in a tough spot as well with winning games.
1: Yeah, fair. But what a-
0: 12 games. Not winning games, but winning 12 games.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to keep up with Kenny Pickett, too. So, who knows? Yeah, that's going to be up.
0: He was shredding some practice squad guys this preseason, so the I mean, hype is up.
1: He did go against the Bills once. Marched right down the field, so... That was kind of my point as well, is that it just seems like everybody is predicting every team in the AFC North to be a 12-win team. So I don't know if that's possible.
0: Uh, Uh, One of the other teams, one of the lines that I saw that caught my attention was the Titans. Seven and a half. I'm not not sure of the reasoning for the drop-off completely. I think they'll be above seven and a half wins.
1: Roster screams under, Mike Vrabel screams over. That's where I stand on this.
0: Yeah, I mean that's part, I mean that's part of it.
1: Which is why again, just puke, just
0: not. You just expect, you just expect the Titans to be bad, Vrabel's gonna win 11 games.
1: Vrabel is such a monster (laughs) underdog. I know for a fact if I bet against him, like if I personally bet on this, he would hit the over. Like, if I bet the under. Yeah, if this line was
0: nine and a half, they're winning six games. But since it's seven yeah. and a half, they're just going to win ten.
1: I, I see them as an eight and nine team. Nine and eight at best. I just, I don't know. Tannehill, I don't trust. And if Tannehill gets benched, it's like, do we trust Will Levis or Malik Willis? I just think the roster in general, they just need to blow it up and start over. But um obviously it's gonna be hard to do any top you know seven coach in the n f l if not better, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't touch this line either. I feel like they're yeah. gonna be around seven eight anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's kind of what I try to pick out lines that I thought were pretty right on to see what you guys thought uh except this one this one was baffling to me, but I'm just not sure where where you guys are gonna stand on it the last The last team I had was the Falcons.
1: That was mine that I was going to say was my easiest bet of the fucking season. Uh
0: The line is eight and a half?
1: Yeah. Slam the under.
0: Okay. I was wondering <laughs> where you're going with that. That line does seem high to me, but, like, I'm like, is that obviously an under? And then I'm just like, why would it be so obvious? It, it, the line was so obvious it confused me.
1: Yeah. No. I. I mean – The Saints are kind of right there with them too at nine and a half, in my opinion. Because that that division sucks in general. So like somebody's going to be probably ten and seven just because of how bad the other teams are.
0: Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be the Falcons.
1: Fuck no, like (laughs) like Desmond Ritter. I I got to see it to believe it. Pitts, who knows if he stays healthy this season. Um, the defense is a disaster, and I mean. Oh, you guys have a three headed monster at running back. I didn't know it was 2006. They could run the Wildcat. Yeah, they honestly, they might be the, their best quarterback on the roster, might be Cordero Patterson. Yeah, <laughs>
0: honestly. Um, so that was all I have for the season long over under, so we can get into our week one preview. <laughs> Uh don't know exactly how you guys want to do this. I was thinking maybe a couple teams we like just straight up for week one, and then we'll get into some of the gambling lines and picks after that.
1: Yeah, can I spark it off with the easiest bet of the weekend? Absolutely.
0: Pittsburgh. Also do it
1: by time frame, like 1 o'clock window, 4 o'clock window. Kind of do it that way. Sorry to cut you off, Jay. Yeah, it's cool, dude. Um can you pick it? Steelers outright. It's not even – mo- put the D to your fucking house on this game. And I will not
0: be taking that.
1: At home, um, Kenny Pickett was lights out in the preseason. Defense is going to be healthy. Nick Bosa and Kittle both looking like they're not going to play. That's huge. Um, as someone who has personally dealt with an elbow injury on the throwing arm, I got to see it to believe it with Brock Purdy coming back from that because we saw what happened when Ben came back Uh, that last year specifically. I mean, just didn't have the same juice on the ball, and Brock Purdy didn't have much arm talent to begin with. And I'm a Brock Purdy fan, but uh, not having Kittle, who was essentially his number one receiver last year, um, Debo coming off a down year, and not having their best player on the entire fucking team to rush a year two quarterback. Like, I, I, uh, I just don't see how the Steelers lose this game. A home dog week one, like, Tomlin's gonna have the boys riled the fuck up. And then Minka, TJ Watts, fully healthy. Like, I just don't see how the Steelers lose this game. Outright. Fuck the two and a half. Steelers outright. I have one one o'clock window pick, which. I was feeling somewhat good about, and then based on your rant, Jay, I now feel even better about, which is <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely am loving the Falcons to cover at home and beat the Panthers. <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. I hate the three. I yeah, hate yeah. And beyond, oh, I love it
0: at the three and a half. It's part Foreseeable, uh future, I have that in my gambling corner.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Governments everywhere are mobilizing nuclear submarines to try to deal with the Panthers' <laughs> offense. But <laughs> I think they are going to be fraudulent week one on the road. I know their defense is in shambles, but in the Dome, in Atlanta... All they have to do is hit Bryce Young like once or twice. We'll see what happens. H.H. Rell is a good corner. Maybe he'll snag one. But, I mean, this pick is also 90%. In fairness, me just being a simp for Texas running backs as well. But I think Arthur Smith is a good at least offensive coordinator, run game coordinator, where I think the Falcons can just run it down their throat at home and cover three points. So, and I really am not loving anything else in the 1 o'clock window. A lot of weird lines there.
0: Well, luckily right now we're just doing straight up.
1: Okay. All right. That's fine.
0: Um, and my first pick that I love from the 1 o'clock window is the Jags. Give me the Jags over the Colts. Pretty simple. It's in Indy, which makes – I mean, I don't think that changes much. I think – you know, I think they're going to take some – like, I think that offense can be okay, but I think it's going to take some time, and they don't have a very – like, they don't have a lot of depth, for sure. So, I think it's going to be tough week one. Uh, Jags playoff team last year, I think they're going to come in with confidence. I think it's an easy week one pick.
1: Yeah, just – personal words I live by is it's just hard for me to gamble on the AFC South in general but I mean
0: yeah, this this is not the, this is not the gambling picks this is just winning week 1
1: read a fucking book yeah, either way I still don't trust it AFC South uh-huh. Yeah, that one's a pretty straightforward game for me as well, Josh. What is the line now? Four and a half? Oh, four,
0: yeah. yeah, four and a half.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would take that for sure. I know we're picking out right at Sherm, but um, yeah, I, I would roll the Jags pretty easily in that game. The Colts have literally zero skill position players outside yeah. of Michael Pitt, who went to USC, or Link Riley and Caleb Williams and myself. But, um <clears throat> Like, outside of Pittman, they he has no one to throw to. And now, with Taylor missing at least the first, you know, however many games, it's just like, what what are they going to do on offense? And last year, their offensive line was a fucking train wreck. So, I just yeah. don't see how the Colts... I don't
0: think it's getting significantly better.
1: I don't see how the, the Colts score more than 10 points. Like, I, I'll, I'll hand them a field goal and a touchdown, but that's about it. Yeah.
0: I I think that one's going to be a pretty easy one, Week 1.
1: Agreed. uh, The only other game in the 1 o'clock for me then, given this new shocking news, is I think the Ravens will roll the Texans. Absolutely. I don't even know what the spread on that game is. I'm assuming it's got to be double digits, but I think they're outright going to roll like they usually do Week 1. Yeah, you're really going out on a limb there. Oh, you mean We're the team picking outright winners overall? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I respect it. That's right. That that's the point. I think Ravens win pretty easy. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything else from the one o'clock? Because my other outright pick is from the four
1: o'clock window. Um, I like the Titans against the Saints. That's a game. Like we already kind of touched on that. The Titans will be counted out week one in the Superdome. Derek Carr coming off a down year. I want to see him turn it around before I just automatically assume he's going to be the player he was before last season. And now he has Dennis Allen, who is without question, not only the worst coach in the NFL, but the single dumbest human being on planet Earth. So, um, With that being said, I, I think the Titans win that game personally, and I do have a small fortune on it. He's a bottom Already? 10. Intelligence level at least. Is that in uh, New Orleans? In the Superdome. Good grief. I think I actually remember going through and looking and being like, ooh, who are the Saints playing? And I saw all that, and I was just like, oh god, puke. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. the The next game that I have is Broncos over Raiders. Week one, just pick on the weak links. Ooh. I don't think the the Raiders are not going to have it
1: figured out yet. I wouldn't look at that game ever. I would go the complete opposite. I way. think and not only I think easy. it's gonna I think it's gonna be easy. Ooh, bold talk. I mean I'll just come, I mean like I'll, like
0: fourteen to seventeen point victory.
1: Wow, what? Well, I have this whole Chandler Jones thing. that's pretty crazy. The I'll what? Just come right out and say it, boys, I love every single dog in the four o'clock window if I'm being honest. Wait, I think any dog in the four o'clock window, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pulling it back up right now.
0: Wrong, is, wrong,
1: I don't want to say a lock, but I mean at least 98% chance of hitting. Yeah, Let's dude. take a peek here. The Patriots against the Eagles, huh? Yeah.
0: That, I mean, that's how, that line's not even huge.
1: Uh, plus three and a half in New England? Bill, are you kidding me? That I'm game's going to be tighter than you think, chaps. No. Anyway. It's bro. not. That's nonsense. Um, did you not see what happened with Chandler Jones this morning? No. no I'm not. Oh, dude, he went on, like, an all-time Instagram rampage. Apparently that the Raiders won't let him into the gym, so he has to go to his local gym, and he can't get in touch with the GM. <laughs> and with the GM and McDaniels, like reached out to his ex, who was also his baby mama, but they broke up like five years ago, apparently. And he was just saying like, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, I'm never going to play for this fucking coach in this fucking DM <laughs> today on Instagram. So, and he was like, they got to do the right thing by me and they know what to do. So, yeah.
0: So things are going well.
1: Yeah. So Chandler just <laughs> be going elsewhere. He's not, that he was much of a factor last year anyway, and then drafted Tyree Wilson. So like, the writing's kind of on the wall as it is. There's only like a two- or three-year contract. But still, like, you would like to have him and Crosby and Wilson.
0: It sounds like uh, the coach has a real uh, stronghold on this locker room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've I, got it figured uh,
1: out. was not aware of that information when I made my earlier proclamation. But I'm going to be honest, Raiders plus four still looks tasty. Yeah, I, for for – New viewers and listeners, as we all know, well, you know you don't know, but Sherm is the biggest Josh McDaniels fan <laughs> on planet Earth, and also loves the AFC West. I'm not even saying that. I just think Denver is going to be bad as well. Sean Payton has never been bad ever. Never been in Denver, dude. Broncos Denver. are good. I Denver think the Broncos the are going to be
0: better than better than people think.
1: Yeah, they're a very well-run organization. They have a top eight defense. They get Javante Williams back. Don't get me wrong; losing probably Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton this year to injury. I mean, I I hate that I'm like just predicting. Sure.
0: Is Judy's yeah. going to be long term?
1: It's one that's going to linger. I think he's going to be out at least two weeks for okay. Sorry. Um, but again, like. Neither of them have shown a capability of being, uh, healthy for an entire season. Cortland Sutton's last good year was like four years ago. Yeah, like eight years ago. I do like Marvin Mims. Great fantasy, uh, sleeper. Um, he was our second round pick out of Oklahoma. Um, I do like that, but still, it's just not enough firepower for them to be, you know, great. All
0: right, now on to the gambling corner. Uh, I guess my first pick we already touched on, love the Falcons, minus three and a half. We already touched on it. I think the, think the Panthers are going to take some time to find their rhythm on offense. So we don't have to go into that too much more.
1: Pittsburgh money line, Tennessee money line. Jags minus four and a half. All right. I already talked about the Falcons. Obviously I didn't even get to what was my honestly favorite game. And if I had to pick one game off this whole board, it is in the four o'clock window as well. Dolphins. Sorry, Josh plus three or even money line at the chargers, which isn't even going to be a home game. Assuming Tua is upright for at least three quarters of the first game, I like the Dolphins outright at plus money there. No way.
0: Yeah, this isn't a lot this isn't a line I like either way. Well Her- I'm not this would be one I'm not touching.
1: Herbert is my preseason MVP pick. So I would
0: lean I would lean chargers in this game, but I'm not touching it.
1: Herbert. Herbert's gonna win the MVP this year, so I'm I'm riding with the Chargers. I was painfully close to uh, putting money on them to win the division, but I didn't. Josh, I'm sure Packers' money line or even plus one and a half goes without saying as well. Yeah, yeah. I can
0: go over all my picks real quick if we want. I have... Falcons minus three and a half. I have Commanders minus seven over the Cardinals flat. I just think the Cardinals are as bad as people think. Their coach is a fucking doofus. Um, (laughs) they don't have a quarterback. Like, they're just gonna they're just gonna struggle.
1: Chill, chill, chill. Josh Dobbs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, on the other end, I love the Rams plus five and a half. Against the Seahawks Even without Cooper Cup i um, taking advantage here of, of Vegas Looking back on last season fondly of the Seahawks uh, I think they ended pretty poorly And I think Geno Smith Underperforms this year So before Vegas realizes it I'm going to be taking the Rams Plus five and a half <laughs> May even sprinkle the money line
1: Well that line is going to come Crashing down after this episode airs <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and I yes as Colin alluded to Packers straight up over the Bears week one no. don't really care about one and a half points no for way. the Bears at home like there's too much hype in Chicago I think no way. yeah I think I think this is this is not easy like I think it's a closed game but I don't really need the points I'll take the Packers
1: The Bears. Give me the Bears.
0: This might be be my nuclear whale play of the year of week one,
1: Uh, mostly uh,
0: because Jay's on the Bears.
1: Oh, I'm so on the Bears. It's not even funny. But the easiest bet of the weekend is Steelers outright. I mean, you're fucking welcome.
0: I may parlay 49ers minus alt-line 10.5 with... (laughs) with the Packers straight up. <laughs> I also
1: haven't heard a single person on TV in the past week say they weren't taking the Steelers against the 49ers and think they were the smartest person on the planet. So that alone just yeah. makes What's me want to the other way. What's pissing me off about it is that they're literally every single day for the last two weeks, each show has had one segment at least dedicated to – the Steelers being the biggest sleeper team in the NFL. It's like, yeah. hey, girls, if you're talking about this every fucking day, they're not a fucking sleeper.
0: I was gonna say I saw a graphic that had from NFL Network that had five people pick the playoffs and the Steelers were in all five playoffs and people were just still like, yeah, they're a sleeper team. It's like everyone on TV predicting them to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's not much of a sleeper.
1: On top of that, you can border it's like an 80% chance they're going to win at least nine games. That typically being above 500 <laughs> puts you in a good chance to make the postseason. So, yeah.
0: all that being said, 49ers are going to dog walk the Steelers week one.
1: There's a 0% chance of that happening. And
0: that game will be over by the third quarter.
1: Yeah, because TJ Watt's going to have 11 sacks and four and interceptions
0: a, and a torn pick.
1: That's fine. <laughs> That was worth a week one win. Dude, he fucking single... Let me know if Miles Garrett fucking does what he did in week one last year. That's just a perfect example of how much better he is than Miles fucking Garrett. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Miles Garrett. I'm going to go off real quick. Um, Colin Coward did top ten, or ten ten players that are, like, currently playing. He did a segment was like, shoe-ins for the Hall of Fame, like more than likely will get in the Hall of Fame and, you know, young players like who have the potential to do it. He had Miles Garrett in the for sure Hall of Fame. But he had T.J. Watt in like, eh, he's in like the waiting room. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah,
0: he might get there someday.
1: There is not a singular thing that Miles Garrett does better than T.J. Watt, other than maybe hitting a backup quarterback in the face with a helmet. That might be it, and I'll give him that
0: sure, maybe maybe bicep curls,
1: yeah, well that yeah, that too, but you know what, whatever, the and, things that matter, and you know, maybe Mason Rudolph did call him the n word I don't know, I wasn't there, <laughs> but you can't hit somebody in the face with a helmet on the field. I'm sorry, so Assault. i fucking I hate Miles Garrett now, which is a shame, because I was a huge miles Garrett guy you and, yeah,
0: you've always been a Miles Garrett guy from as yeah. long as I can remember. Oh.
1: But now the discourse around him has made me fucking hate him.
0: You've always been like he's 1A, 1B with T.J.
1: Watt. Okay, let's not get carried away. T.J. Watt is far and away the best defensive player in the NFL and has been for three years. Micah Parsons, though, is getting there. Very close.
0: Yeah, he's a favorite this year for defensive player of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a safe bet. I mean, he plays... Essentially, different positions. I mean, I think he should just be considered an edge rusher purely at this point. But, um, yeah, I think it's a safe bet, especially if Bose is going to hold out. Um, Miles Garrett is going to do one thing and one thing only. And TJ Watt just consistently gets screwed when it comes to defensive player of the year voting. He wasn't even unanimous uh, defensive player of the year when he tied the league record for sacks in a season. How is that fucking possible? On top of getting interceptions, leading the NFL and TFLs, it's just, it's fucking bullshit. The Steelers always get fucking disrespected. Minka Fitzpatrick, three out of five seasons, first team all pro. No one says a fucking word about Minka being, you know, a future Hall of Fame or anything like that. Like, oh, yeah, you know, they have a decent safety. Fuck. Steelers are going thirteen
0: and four. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a fun season.
1: I'm so jacked up.
0: Oh uh yeah, one last I have one prop. Prop parlay is one last one last bet for the weekend. I have Amon Ra, Brandon Ayuk, and Jamal Williams all to score a touchdown plus thirteen seventy. Anytime touchdowns.
1: You know I'm a sucker for the weekly specials and the player props as well. Um, I'm looking up the odds right now, but goes without saying, I would take Kadarius Toney to score a touchdown week one, especially with him healthy and apparently practicing all week and with the news that Travis Kelsey may be out, and I would just assume he's going to be out, so... If Kelsey's out, I'm definitely taking Tony to get into the end zone. At that plus 210. Plus 210. Good grief.
0: On insert sportsbook here.
1: Uh, I don't have any props other than Justin Herbert winning MVP.
0: Yeah, there aren't too many out yet. We'll have to wait till closer to the weekend for the – Full prop list, but the TD scores are out. I think those three get in. Plus 1370 is fantastic odds for those guys, too, I think. Oh, my goodness. What was
1: that? Um, Some chick on Instagram. (laughs) 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 Oh, are are you talking about college football at all?
0: We can, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm my week one preview's over.
1: As uh, the inventor of the sport of college football, I would like to talk about it for yeah. a quick sec. As expected, I'm two and zero so far on my locks of the week. Penn State minus twenty and a half never was even in question.
0: Yeah, never in question.
1: Not a, even a little bit. I had I, I wasn't
0: at a wedding, sweating it out or anything.
1: I wasn't throwing things across my room at all, telling him to hike the fucking ball. <laughs> or Never doubt. Ball. Like, what an asshole. <laughs> you're not only going to try and run up the score, but you're going to do it trying to run the ball from like a... <laughs> <bar line. laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. And they did it, uh, the quarterback's the one that scored, isn't he? I forget. <laughs> but. I
0: actually and,
1: don't remember. That and, uh, North Carolina minus two and a half. I mean, don't ever disrespect Drake May like that again against Spencer fucking Rattler. Like, give me a fucking break. That albino freak cannot even hold Drake May's jock. Um, also was gonna bet Colorado outright. Thankfully, I didn't before the game kicked off. Um, I would have been really upset about hitting that. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then
0: tough as. Yeah, a couple a couple large dogs won outright week one. And a- and Ohio State looked like garbage.
1: Yeah, and someone had them still ranked above Penn State in their, you know, updated top twenty five. And
0: L S U looked like garbage.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna confess here. Um we get bored, but I have a confession. I for the last month have been saying something to the effect of Clemson is so back. They are going to win the ACC and run away with it. And, uh, last night they got fucking steamrolled by fucking Duke, which, um, doesn't bode well. <laughs> and, and
0: I think they scored seven points.
1: They sure did.
0: Against and, that stout Duke defense we're always hearing about.
1: And, um,. <laughs> What makes matters even worse is piggybacking off of that comment. I said Florida State is the biggest fraud in the country, (laughs) and and Jordan Travis isn't a top three quarterback in the ACC.
0: He looks good. He looks good.
1: Now, five touchdowns later and 45 on the Tigers doesn't necessarily make me feel great about those statements, but I just needed to – Well. in the,
0: fairness, the Tigers did say we thought we were somebody else. Guess we're not. So they just didn't understand who they were going into week one. Happens all the time.
1: Yeah, and I'm a big Jaden Daniels guy. I was expecting the LSU to, to kick the shit out of them, obviously. Um, they they were up 17-14 at halftime. <laughs> so did they
0: score out, another point?
1: Then they get outscored 31-7 in the second half. Not ideal. Um so yeah, I didn't feel great about those. Glad I didn't bet those. But uh Caleb Williams is gonna win the Heisman again unless the voters fuck him. Because there's like eh, you know, there's only one person who's won the Heisman twice. Like, uh so that's gonna be lame as fuck, but Caleb should run away with the Heisman.
0: Yeah, he looked a week one too.
1: He's a fucking animal, dude. He's the best quarterback of all time. <sighs> Outside of Aaron Rodgers, myself, and Johnny, we'll see about that, and Ben (laughs) Rochberger, and Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Outside of those five, he's right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were some some big games in college football. Uh, Are you excited for any games this week coming up? I don't really know many besides Colorado Nebraska.
1: Yeah, that that's the one everyone's going to really be watching because um it's another out of conference game it's against Matt Rule who's deemed as a uh, very good. Yeah,
0: conference. they they had a good week one showing, right?
1: Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, no. no they, they didn't. Um they looked pretty shitty. Yeah, didn't they lose to, like, a nobody? I forget who they lost, to. No, it wasn't necessarily a nobody. I'm going to look it up. But Ole Miss and Tulane, that'll be a decent game. Iowa, Iowa State getting out of the way early. Love that. UNC, App State, that is always a dangerous game. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Especially at 18-point dogs. But uh, the biggest game of the weekend is gonna be Texas at Alabama.
0: Oh yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. What are Quinn your
1: thoughts Ewers, on Texas? I love Quinn Ewers. Um, huge fan of his.
0: I thought I saw somewhere that he might be getting benched.
1: No, that's just no. people wanting Arch Manning to fucking start, and Arch Manning's not even the backup. Very annoying, but, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, Nebraska lost to Minnesota 13-10.
1: Minnesota, that's right, yeah, P.J. Fleck. That ridiculous catch in the end zone. I've never seen a catch like that in my life. He, like, dragged his opposite foot. It was so weird how he did the toe drag, but it worked. But uh, I'm just a big P.J. Fleck guy, but Nebraska sucks. They're probably steamrolled by Dion.
0: I kind of hope so. I don't hey, know why, but I'm kind of invested in Colorado right now.
1: Also, at this point, I'm I'm about to just put literally every cent to my name on Clemson at home against Florida State <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> I, stick to what you know. Yeah, at this point, I'm just gonna go all in. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude! Kate Clubnick was a five-star recruit, and just. You can't put up seven points against Duke. That's no. Just, that's not gonna do it.
0: Not a good start. Not a good start to the college career. Tell you what, Sherm,
1: you are awfully quiet today. You left. Wow, did he really? No.
0: I think Remus might be barking. Um
1: but yeah, speaking
0: right. of speaking of excellent football playoffs this weekend for your boy.
1: That's true. Josh does have playoffs this weekend. Yeah, I do.
0: I do. Sunday, Sunday morning, nine ten a.m. Bon Vega, come out support.
1: I'll be big, in the end zone. <laughs> big big players shine in big moments. My week, it is week one for your Boy.
0: You'll be missing the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous about my game slash season.
0: I could not be less nervous. Oh, my God.
1: Sorry, I just watched this lady ride a bicycle straight into a tree.
0: <laughs> Hopefully just out your window. <laughs> That's why
1: people should not ride bicycles as a hobby. If there's one thing you take away from this episode.
0: Yeah, not any of the things that can win you money.
1: Yeah, and Josh posted your game. If you guys lose, you should probably come out to CCBC Catonsville. Watch the kids spin it. Yeah, our
0: game's going to end at 10.
1: I'm saying, bro. But
0: we'll have to play right after that. You think so? Uh, To be honest, unsure. Probably not. But I thought that last time we played this team, and we won, so.
1: Yeah, I guess it really depends on which other Josh shows up.
0: Yeah, and who's on the actual roster, I think.
1: Oh, God, please roster check then. That'd be so fucking funny.
0: Our captain said he's going to,
1: so. Ryan said that?
0: Yeah, he said he's going to roster check him. I don't know if he was bluffing, if he was all talk, or if he's actually going to say something.
1: That would be fucking hilarious. I'm going to put that in the group chat. Sure. On
0: which group chat?
1: Ours or uh, theirs. Ours. No, nah. nah, I'm not going to fucking tell them that. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, they said that you know a few of those guys probably aren't on the actual roster, so they're going to check it. I care less. I'm just ready to play. I missed the last game of the season, so I'm ready.
1: Yeah, you sure did. Sherman, sure, you got anything today, bro? Hey, I gave out all that free money earlier. You know, I'm not a college football guy. What I, I The only college football contribution I have is when I was in Ohio, I was watching the Ohio State game, and they fucking suck. How was Ohio? It was incredible. I believe it. Eric so and except. I laughed for hours. He borderline pissed his pants just thinking about how goddamn slow you are and the thought that you... <laughs> actually thought you wouldn't come in third place if all of us raced Did <laughs> laugh for hours and hours. I wrote it down in my journal. <laughs> you are so fucking stupid. It's not even funny how stupid you are.
0: All right. Well, moving forward, I think we're going to try to put out Monday episodes as uh, like an NFL recap. And then if it fits into our schedules, hopefully do one more later in the week for some more preview stuff. Help you guys win, win some money. Uh Anything else from anybody?
1: Jameer Gibbs, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Book it.
0: All right. I like it. See you next week.